Local leaders have expressed some cautious optimism this week as data shows the number of new COVID-19 cases is leveling off in Illinois. But despite that modeling, it's been difficult to know in the moment whether the worst of the pandemic here is over and when that might be or what lies ahead. WBEZ's Kate McGee explains why. When it comes to COVID-19, nobody has a crystal ball, but local leaders have been using predictive models to try and figure out when the worst of the pandemic will pass in Illinois. Right now, some of the models suggest Chicago is currently experiencing or nearing the peak. Welcome news to many as we continue to shelter in place at home. But that comes with a huge caveat, says Rush University doctor Bala Hota. It makes me uncomfortable even saying oh, things are looking up a little bit just because It depends on all of us, right, doing the right thing. While models can guide leaders and doctors, they aren't perfect. For one, they're only as good as the data fed to researchers, and local researchers say it's been difficult to get that data quickly. What's more, human behavior is a notoriously tricky thing to predict. That's why experts say it's impossible to pinpoint a date for when the crisis will peak or when it will end. It's not time to relax. It's not Miller time as far as this virus is concerned. That's Dr. Ronald Herschel with the University of Illinois at Chicago. He says there's another reason for the uncertainty. Testing hasn't been available enough to get a true sense of how widespread the virus is here. Until we really know those metrics, it's hard to get a handle on planning and how this may evolve over time. Because as testing expands, the models change, says Dr. Robert Murphy at Northwestern Medicine. And that's why the numbers have all changed in the last uh, 36 hours. You know, there's not going to be 100,000 deaths based on the model now. So they've adjusted that model. And where testing for coronavirus has fallen short, scientists are excited for a new test that could see how many people may have had the virus and recovered. Another piece of data to help improve the models. But no matter how much data we have, models can't predict one vital factor, human behavior, says Herschel. Like, how well do people continue social distancing? You can fatigue on prevention strategies. You can burn out on them. To what extent will that happen and how will that influence future events uh, regarding this particular virus? There's no way of predicting that exactly. It also depends on when governments reopen society. Murphy says there's a risk that some states will reopen too fast, which could have swift consequences. So you may have some states that have this like double hump where they go down, they lift the, the restrictions too soon, and then they go up. Like a mountain range, you know? That's Bala Hota at Rush again. If there's one thing all these scientists agree on, the easiest way to avoid a mountain range of surges in the coming months is to accept that things will not go back to normal quickly. Dr. Herschel says social distancing should continue even as governments ease up restrictions. I would envision, let's say, that when people go to restaurants, even in the fall, they'll probably still be wearing masks and tables will be further apart than they're used to seeing them before the epidemic began. And there'll be those kinds of adjustments. And then there's, you know, there's doctors' waiting rooms and all kinds of settings to think about. It's likely we'll continue to see increased hospitalizations and even deaths over the next few weeks as the virus continues to run its course. But bending the curve and keeping it down means stopping the virus from spreading in the first place. And for now, experts say that means staying at home. Kate McGee, WBEZ News.